Welcome to the X-Men Files, a podcast where Inessa and Brian talk about the X-Men comics. He's reading them again as an adult, she's reading them for the first time. So grab your back issues out of their Mylar bags, and let's talk about the greatest comic book series ever, the X-Men. It's time to start talking. Ooh, I've been so looking forward to talking for the past... Four seconds. Four seconds. Yeah. Well, we we, we need to get room tone. Room tone. Uh, because we are professional grade podcasters. We're not really professional grade. <laughs> we're not even really podcasters. No, we're, we're absolutely we're podcasters. podcasters yeah. That that's a pretty low bar to clear. Uh, I'm Brian. I'm Anessa. And this is the X Men Files. This week is going to be a little bit different. It's the X Men Files goes to the movies. A special episode. For you, I think that they're all special. Loyal <laughs> listener. I, I love all of my children equally. <laughs> over the course of a month. What What do you mean over the course of like, a month? Like, I love them equally over the course of, you know, a month. In any given Wait, moment. Our children or the podcast? Our children and the podcast also. So, like, over the course of a day, you don't love them equally? Yeah, mostly over the course of a day. <laughs> <laughs> and it all comes out even in the end. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> right, so the X-Men Files goes to the movies. Um, what movie are we talking about today, Anessa? We are talking about the movie X-Men, which came out in 2000. July 2000. Yep. And I went to Wikipedia. Well, first of all, I lived through July. I mean, I lived through 1981 as well, yep. but I was, I, was a young, I was a young boy at the time. I was I was a man. A <laughs> I was grown a grown ass man. Grown ass man yeah. in July of two thousand. Uh, I was twenty eight. So I was like, oh, yeah. I just for a set of memory, but like, yeah, just for kicks, I'll go to the Wikipedia section, and I think that it's possible that we've been deceived about what represented significant news in nineteen eighty one. Because here we go, July. Okay, July the first. 2000, I said 2000, what? 2000. 2000, no, you said 2000. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, 1981 or 2000. So July the 1st in the year 2000, mm-hmm. uh, the Orizond Bridge between Denmark and Sweden is officially opened for traffic. It's good news. I do, don't you remember that? No. <laughs> you remember that happening? I do not. I don't remember that no. taking place. Um, the next day... France defeats Italy 2-1 to one after extra time in the final for the European Championship, becoming the first team to win the World Cup and European Championship consecutively, which again was all that we were talking about. Yeah, I summer. don't remember. Where was that World Cup? In Europe. No, but I... Oh, was that the... Sorry, the European... The European Cup? Championship. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, not even not even my father would have been uh, right. aware of that at that so, point. So, um, in southern Nigeria, a leaking petroleum pipeline explodes killing about 250 villagers who were scavenging gasoline. That's that's a bummer. I feel like I heard about that happening a lot of times. People scavenging gasoline yes. and dying? Yes. Okay. Really? Yes. Because that's not, that doesn't, I mean, I've, I mean, I've heard I, of that, but I, I maybe not in that I believe that that, that happens a bunch. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't, I mean, I hate to say this, but it, I, I want to say that it isn't terribly newsworthy, unless you're like living in some Mad Max dystopian future. Well, <laughs> No, or, or the dystopian present for yeah, some seriously. I feel parts. like I remember that happening, but like I said, it could have been that same thing happening to yeah. different people at a slightly different time, which is horrible. Okay, um, July fourteenth, Bastille Day. A powerful solar flare causes a geomagnetic storm on Earth. <laughs> Apparently, 
I do not remember that. I have experienced. You younger kids listening, <laughs> talk to your elders about that time 20 years ago when there was a fucking geomagnetic storm. I don't even know what that means. I mean, we didn't I have either. any technology back then. So what? We, didn't, we had no technology. What are you didn't kidding work? me? Our we TVs already didn't work? had the internet. Yeah, barely. What do you mean barely? The no, internet had been the, around for quite... The, right. I mean, the, the internet the, is about as old as I am, which is <laughs> as if it's very old. Like the World Wide Web, um, I first heard of that in 1994. Yeah. No, I had I had email at work at that yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Um, all right. The... Now, this, this I do remember, although if you'd said, hey, what happened in July 2000, I wouldn't have pulled this up, but... Uh, human Genome Project mm-hmm. appeared. Yep. Uh, so, uh, led, among others, by Craig Venter, mm. whose brother I know. Mm. I mean, we're not pals or anything like that, but I know, you know, I've had conversations with that guy. We don't need to name uh, that is. Craig Venter is a celebrity, but... Um, ooh, actually, hang on. <laughs> because we're going to spend the next 45 minutes talking. Talking about what happened in 2000. <laughs> yeah. We actually met in 2000. Uh, Didn't no, we? no, we met 2001. in two- we met in 2002. 2002. Right. Actually, this is more important than... 2002, than of course. Was happening. Sorry. But, uh, yeah. It wasn't... Yes. I yeah. take that all back. 2002. <laughs> <laughs> I totally, totally remember that. Yeah. Um, more on how we met, but in June, June, June 30th, this I do remember, uh, Roskilde Festival near Copenhagen... Um, so, um, what happened? I think like a stage collapse. They don't say this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like nine people died at a Pearl Jam concert. Ooh, actually, hang on. There's another I do one. Remember that. Um, Ilion Gonzalez. Yes. Okay. Well, all right. So maybe just July, apart from the Human Genome Project. Two thousand um, was when I had my car accident. Okay, but July two thousand, the X Men movie opens, and apparently people wanted to flock to theaters because all they had going on were geomagnetic geomagnetic storms (laughs) some european soccer and they opened a bridge (laughs) slow news month yeah i feel like you know news has been faster recently like news didn't feel like it was you know big news happening every single day you could say that as well i mean like what's new i mean i mean what's new is is i mean among other things is the shot in friday that i have about uh uh, the president's (laughs) embarrassing rally rally in tulsa Tulsa. um i know that nobody's listening to this but uh, if you're listening to this and you're a trump fan you might not like (laughs) some of our views um I don't know where to go with it. I was about to but like, you should sort of still like listen because we don't really talk. I mean, you know, no, yeah, we have our politics, views, but, but yeah. uh, this but isn't right. a political podcast. No, it's not. But if it were, actually, no, it's definitely not because it, if it were, I, I would be more articulate than yeah. to say that uh, <laughs> you might not like Trump is an irredeemable chunk of shit. <laughs> yeah, he's a terrible it's, person. It's not a, not a he's good the worst person. president uh, that we've ever had. And by the way, there's competition. <laughs> Warren Harding <laughs> is now. Like, Boy, I, the heat's <laughs> off. Uh, 2000. 2000. Uh, where were you living in 2000? You'd already graduated college. I'd already graduated summer. college. And I was living, I want to say, in Evanston? We were not that far away. I was in Andersonville. Maybe. I think I was yeah. already in Evanston, either already or shortly after. That Did you time. have your not-to-be-named uh, live-in boyfriend with you at the time? I think we had just finished our second round of <laughs> of dating. Yeah. 
Okay, just finished. All right, yeah. it's in July 2000. Um, um, is that true? Yeah, yeah. that might be All true. Right. Well, I was I was living with my then wife in yeah. Andersonville. I'm sure this is fascinating for everybody. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, it's probably not. <laughs> It's entertaining for, for, me, for me, although yeah. really not even all that entertaining. It's not that entertaining because it just reminds me of how crappy my memory's gotten as I've gotten older. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't go see this movie in a theater. And I have never seen this movie before. Yesterday. Until last night. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't. I, I remember renting it, and I don't know why I didn't see it in a the theater. I saw a bunch of movies. 99 was a great year. Let's maybe set the stage here. 99. Um, two big geeky cinematic events okay. that being uh, episode one star wars phantom menace oh okay and also the matrix the goddamn matrix huh. came out in 1999 i didn't see either of those in the theater i saw phantom menace five times <laughs> in the summer of 1999 i still say that movie's great and i, I don't have anything else to say that movie and, and is if anyone awesome. disagrees with it they can fight you well, no, we can <laughs> arm wrestle. We can have a spirited discussion. No? Okay. Well, well, no, because that, that has nothing to do with the merits of the <laughs> film. Whether somebody can out arm wrestle, I just think it's funny not... when people say "come fight me." Yeah, fair enough. Um, well, usually what they be like, "come fight me, internet." Yeah. Uh, so there's no like physical stakes uh, whatsoever. No, if there I were, didn't. if there were physical stakes, then. Um, a lot about the world would be different. Uh, math would be insignificant, <laughs> despite the fact that it's how the universe it's is structured. Yeah. yeah, that's how God speaks to people is through math. But the, yeah, no, I didn't. I can't remember a single movie that I saw at that time. I should have pulled up the other uh, box office uh, stuff yeah. there. Um, Harry Potter came out, I think, in two thousand one. Mm. Um, okay, I think I saw um, that at the theater either. Ooh, so, so I do need to dig up the uh, year two thousand box office. Okay, but the important thing is... This movie came out. <laughs> after... This movie came out. Let's talk about everything other than why we're, why we're here. Yeah, we'll we talk about Y2K. That was uh, you know, exciting stuff at that time. There was so much hype about Y2K. <laughs> it might have been nothing. It's the same thing with the pandemic. Okay. Yep. Um, people getting people worried over nothing. I got a paper cut. Okay. Right. Let's... <laughs> so we had this one listener, and he would say that, you know, he stuck he around <laughs> thinking that it was just kind of fun to listen to us talk, but we will forgive you if you leave now. This, this is, is what I'm low. saying. This, is this might be a new two middle-aged people <laughs> poorly prepared and trying to just piece just together out a conversation. Yeah. What they were doing okay, twenty okay, years okay. ago. I, I, I worry. I worry that we don't have enough like material about the film itself. I have a whole list that. of people that were going to be alternate Wolverines, which I thought was hilarious. Okay, and I wrote them all down. Let, let's leave into that about because I'm failing dreadfully. I am failing. The failure is all mine. I'm failing dreadfully <laughs> establishing context. But um, okay, and and I will not use the words paper or cut. <laughs> anyway, so I thought that. The, and I'm not going to summarize it because you told me not to, although I started writing a summary, but I'd have to open my laptop for it. Um, I thought it was really good. I thought it cool. was a super fun movie. I yeah. think the kids enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, it was actually, even despite the, you know, my now, I have a very high standard of special effects in right. super, for superhero movies. Uh, yeah. Obviously, this movie did not come anywhere close to meeting that Standard for special effects. Give me some specifics, because I've got a I've got a slight axe to grind here. You do just, just so you that you're aware. Yeah. Um, 
some of like the lightningy stuff was pretty pretty hokey. Like okay. some of the the lighting effects, you know, felt kind of okay, fakey. Huh. Um, some of the stuff I thought was cool, like the stuff right. where they had the map and it moved like those things, those the neat. little yeah. things that you put on your face and they all stick out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that that was pretty neat. So, I yeah. mean, apart, that was not a, a major, um, in fact, maybe I only thought about that because I saw that in a review that I had read that the, right. the special effects hadn't held up well. Um, I thought they held up fun. I may not have even noticed that otherwise, but I thought the movie was super fun and it was... Um, Kind of an interesting story. There wasn't a clear, you know, I had a lot of empathy for the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it posed some interesting questions, and I thought it was great. Magneto was a good villain. Yeah. Um, and I love Magneto, and I apologize for getting your name wrong all of those You're apologizing to Magneto? Ago. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry that I if, called you Magento because I thought you were Magneto. just going to be like Magneto. No, I called him Magento because no, I thought I know, you were know, just going to yeah. be a... You know, a silly two-dimensional uh, bad guy that just wants and to take over the world. And his uniform is magenta. Yeah, but you are actually a very interesting character, and so I'm sorry. Okay, so no one is listening. <laughs> no real people are listening. So the idea <laughs> that a non-existent fake person is listening is even more outlandish. That's true. Than the idea that um, okay, uh, well that's really cool. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm happy that you that you liked it. I can remember the first time I saw it, I, I would have rented it. Um, uh, we need to come up with a spot the 90s moment from the X-Men. Well, so a spot the 90s uh, stinger. But mm. anyway, um, so it would have gone to Blockbuster, the Blockbuster sure. uh, yeah. in Andersonville, uh, Chicago, uh, and rented it. I think, whatever, I don't remember. But I remember thinking like, meh, it's all right. Yeah. And I watched it again. I can't remember how many years ago. I want to say like not that long, like maybe 10 years ago. And then I, the, the second time that I watched it, I was like, yeah, okay, this is, this is, this is good. And I watched it last night, and I again thought, like, th- this, this clears the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, that's most of it. And I've got a lot more to say about that. Mm-hmm. In terms we'll of say like it. No, no, no. I just want to say that. So, yeah. so um, as always, I'm, I'm delighted when you like something more yeah. than me. Um, maybe an entry point to, uh, for me to glom onto your your joy <laughs> watching it, um, the opening scene still works for me. The very the, opening scene, yes, yeah. yeah, the concentration camp. Yeah. Um, and, and by the way, bold choice for a yeah, lot of reasons. Right. Because okay, we're, how are we going to open the summer blockbuster? People love those concentration camps. Yeah. People well, love the Holocaust, yeah. especially if it features yes, a children, a young yeah. boy yeah. being separated from his yes. mother and her. Wails and screams cause him to find it. Yeah, so yeah. As soon as definitely. I saw, I actually wrote this in the review that I started or the summary that I started to write. But like, as soon as I saw the rain and the shoes in yeah. the thing, I was like, "This is, this is going to be like some schmaltzy, overwrought scene in a yeah. concentration camp." And it, I mean, it was in a concentration camp. It was appropriately camp. wrought. It was appropriately wrought. Yeah, I thought <laughs> right. that they did a good job. The little boy did a good job uh, yeah. acting in that scene, and uh, it was it was uh, even though we have all and even since then many times seen that scene, not that particular scene, but right. similar. You know, we were, we all have sort of a high level of scenes that we've viewed that took place in concentration camps that were. Sad. It's like one of the most we, cinematized, tragic things that happened in the world. There have been a lot of movies made where there was stuff that happened. No, in dude. Um, I, I don't want to like take that away from me. Do we watch more movies set during the Holocaust than I'm aware of? No, but I, I don't know. Okay. I feel like it's I, just I, I, a, or, you know, a lot of movies have been made. Uh, that wasn't a, that was a yeah. not new territory for 
no, making no, a movie. Yeah, okay, cool. I, 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 I'm kind of checking my memory and like, we watched The Good Place. We saw Agent Carter. <laughs> <laughs> Just, is there like more the Holocaust? That Not we're recently. Watching? Okay, okay, cool. I, um, I, 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 all right. I don't know what the answer to that is. Like. In an affirmative way, we're like, uh, yes, there is Brian. We're not paying attention. <laughs> yeah, we have watched many, many um, movies about. This. Yeah, okay, uh, but, but but also maybe like like I really am so jaded that that it's it's become that kind of a trope. I, I don't think that it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to, to get it back to that, like like that that scene, I, I find very effective mm-hmm. uh, on its own, but also as uh, a really compelling origin for a superhero narrative. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought that that obviously uh, Patrick Stewart and McKellen did, you know, they oh, fantastic. The, the British yeah. the British actor uh, British right. actor face right. off of uh, superhero <laughs> yeah. topics. Yeah, yeah, it, it, there there is something almost uh, like supergroup about yeah. it. <laughs> you know, we were talking about Temple of the Dog earlier yeah. to another very dated reference. Yeah. Uh, it, it is like a, an acting supergroup. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. And then I think Hugh, it was because I was reading. Um, if they had, if they could have shoehorned Judy Dench in there somehow, <laughs> then Judy Dench and Bill Nye. Um, all right, I'm going to be thinking about that for a minute, uh, like subconsciously. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, I think of Hugh Jackman now, the, and not even ever having seen those, any of the. I've never seen. Not only had I never seen that movie, but yeah. I've never seen any of the subsequent. X-Men films. That's not true. As far as I know. <laughs> Just like, apparently, I watch Nothing. cinema about the Holocaust and forget it. You watch superhero movies. What that did I could, see that had? X-Men First Class. I saw that. We rented it. Did I? Uh, I think it was like we were getting discs via Netflix in the mail. Uh, this would have been after we moved back to the States. We were in we were in uh, New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that that's the house we were living in when we saw that. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I don't remember a thing about it. Yeah. But, um, you know, still to my mind, just from images in popular culture, Hugh Jackman sort of is Wolverine. Like, he really, Mm -hmm. you know, inhabited that character. But I wrote down a list of other people that they had considered for that I I saw that too. And and, and my my, uh, uh, copious amounts of research that I did 15 minutes before we started recording. (laughs) But read that list. Let's let's investigate this alternate reality where. (laughs) Or somebody else. The X Men, starring. Starring Russell Crowe. As Wolverine. As Wolverine. He was their first choice. Yeah. And I think he was actually even cast. Right. And I like Russell Crowe. Yeah, they had started filming. Yeah. When he said, like, I can't do it. Or, because of something, yeah. Yeah. Because um, he he had to go on that 30-odd foot of grunts tour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like... We're, really we're, we're, we're playing... Star, yeah, yeah. We're, we're playing a, a packed house in Auckland, New Zealand. <laughs> can't disappoint the 9,000 Kiwis who yeah. showed up. By the way, 9,000 people uh, watching a 30-odd foot of grunts show in Auckland, New Zealand. That would eclipse... The rally in Tulsa. Ooh! <laughs> Boom! Anyway. Russell Crowe can raise a crowd in a way that the president of the goddamn United States just can't. Tell me more about Russell Crowe. Well, that's it. Russell <laughs> Crowe was, was <laughs> yeah. cast. He gave up the role. So other people that had been considered. Yeah. Uh, Keanu Reeves. Fresh off of a, His, yeah. a career-making 
uh, pivot. I, I mean, he'd been doing stuff, but right. uh, yeah, yeah, in the Matrix uh, in the prior year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think he probably would have actually done a fine job. I don't know about that. No, whatever. Um, I mean, I, but I, I love Keanu Reeves, just how he has this kind of Bill Murray, he transcends his own celebrity. Yeah. He, he, like, he's now known as much for being Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah. It, it's weird because the people... Who, who, like if you're under the age of 25, this probably doesn't seem in any way unusual. Yeah. But he was Bill or Ted <laughs> for such a long time. What did he do before he did The Matrix that was in any way something that could have caused people to expect that he would achieve the level of celebrity um, that he has now? Speed? Was that before or after? Speed was before. You're correct. Yeah. yeah speed. Uh, that was... All right. That... That movie was awesome. We should yes, run that. Speed begat the Matrix, and the Matrix begat. Keanu wasn't he Reeves. in the thing where they wear the masks and rob banks? Point Break. Okay, actually, you're right. No, you're right. Uh, boy, the Matrix is not at all a surprise. I love when my memory right. uh, actually works for me. Yeah, um, weird. All right, so I've got a Keanu Reeves blind spot, perhaps. Yeah. But um, even so, I, I think that his his well, even so, nothing. You're yeah. right. Okay. So I, I Keanu it. Reeves, yeah. Gary Sinise. Terrible choice. I, I like Gary Sinise. Yeah, I do too. Bad choice. Too even, 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 even despite his political... Too clean cut. <laughs> the thing about... Mm, he, I, I think... I don't know. I don't know. But, but I, what I, I, I like I about Hugh Jackman worked. in the role is that similar to, the I think, the way that Wolverine is portrayed in the comics, mm-hmm. you get the sort of low-key constant sense that he is fucking insane. <laughs> like, he is yeah. definitely yeah. barely holding together... Uh, sanity, and I just don't think that Gary Sinise would have been able to pull that off. I think Gary Sinise, as an actor, could have. He's a very good actor. Yeah. I think that he doesn't have the physicality that mm. uh, that Hugh Jackman does. Something about like his his presence just doesn't. Uh, I don't know. It's the same reason that I think that Daniel Craig makes a better Bond than uh, Pierce Brosnan or Roger Moore or any of those sort of uh, posh posh British Bonds because he definitely seems like he's a little bit crazy. Oh yeah, and I think that in the books that's how. They wanted him to be. Anyway. I don't know. Okay. Uh, okay. I'd love to go down that detour. Yeah. Mel Gibson. That would have sucked. Yeah. Uh, Edward Norton. By the way, fuck Mel Gibson. <laughs> um, You're getting yeah. a little wound up over there. Hey, yeah, what's that all about? Yeah, I don't I'm know. having a good day. It's, a, it's Father's <laughs> well, Day. I'm having a good day. Well, excitable. <laughs> um, Edward Norton, I think, actually could have worked. He makes a much better Hulk. Wouldn't he does. You agree? He makes a good Hulk. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Eckhart. I don't know who that is. Oh, he's um. Oh gosh, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Thank you for not smoking. He was in Company of Men, not Company of Men. Uh, the other thing, uh, Men Are Assholes. I can't. I can't. That, 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 that Neil, conjure an image. Yeah. Uh, Jean Claude um, Van Damme. No. 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 That's not no. true. That's not true. <laughs> no. Viggo Mortensen. Hmm. Maybe. I loved him in Ghostbusters too. Anyway, carry on. And uh, Bob Hoskins, that couldn't... Well, hang on. You're going way back. Um, you're getting... That was to... the list. I, there was a list. I wrote it down. No, no. Cool, cool. Uh, and actually, I'm that's also excited maybe, to talk about other alternate That's maybe why people. Jean-Claude Van Damme is in the mix. This movie had been under discussion... Since and 1984. In some... I know. I yeah, read the exactly. Well, right. So, I think late 80s is when Hoskins right. was potentially... There. And that... I, I could almost see mm-hmm. um, one of the th- I said in terms of physically I, I, I don't know about Gary Sneeson I do know about uh, Hugh Jackman um, Hugh Jackman is way too tall to be Wolverine mm-hmm. Wolverine is like five foot nothing mm-hmm. 
Hugh Jackman's six foot two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so like Hoskins as this, and I don't know how tall Bob Hoskins is. Apologies to Mr. Hoskins. You look like you're five foot three. Because <laughs> he's like thick. Yeah, like he, he, looks, he, yeah. he looks like a hobbit. Um, he he's an <laughs> awesome, awesome actor. Bob Hoskins is not listening. <laughs> There's not like some Bob Hoskins stan out there who's going to be very upset about me shit talking Bob Hoskins. We're not shit talking. All right. All right. Um, so I, the, I, I do love Bob Hoskins. So that, I don't know. I thought it was interesting to think about now that you know time has yeah. gone on and Hugh Jackman has so fully inhabited that role that sometimes he even seems like it's like, oh, it's Wolverine playing the guy from the circus. <laughs> you know, it's like. The, you know what's funny though? I don't. I don't really think of Hugh Jackman in that way. He's been in other stuff, yeah. but um, I, I maybe this moment that got uh, overweight, uh, overweighted or whatever in my in my brain. He was like the host or one of the presenters at the Tonys. Now, why the fuck I ever had the Tonys on TV is a mystery to me. Except I'm on record as saying like I'm not into Broadway, but I, for whatever reason he was there, and he was so excited about Broadway and I mean other than Greatest Showman like he's he done other song and dance stuff like I think he performed something on Broadway so I, I remember. and that was soon after he was on Wolverine and so I thought oh okay well so he's but he's one of these guys like Patrick Stewart who does really great genre work mm-hmm. but they're like stuff. they're yeah. like with respect to the rest of the cast, like he's a legit actor. <laughs> he's you know, um, they're all they're all reasonably legit. Although more on that in a moment. But um, so I, I, I like when he was in Greatest Showman singing and dancing, that didn't seem all that weird to me. Hmm. It didn't seem weird, but it was like like I, I, it's the guy Wolverine, that plays Wolverine doing this. Yeah, but, like, Wolverine was like the last thing that I thought. The only kind of cognitive dissonance that I had was um, what's her face. I mean, uh, the gal from Dawson's Creek is playing P.T. Barnum's wife. Oh. <laughs> that was that was the uh, the speed bump that I hit. <laughs> All right, give me more alternate casting. Um, so apparently Helen Hunt turned down the role of Jean Grey, which I thought was interesting. I thought the yeah. actress that played her did. Actually, the only the only um, character that I did not like that did not fit with the feel of the comics. Halle Berry. Yep, it was Halle Berry. Good for you. This is okay. Because I could, she hardly. They didn't give her a lot of line. I mean, they didn't give her a lot of. She has like five acting lines. material to work with, which is really different from her. Yeah. Her sort of very leadershipy role in the in the comics. Right. Um, her accent kept like is she supposed to have this sort of a Wakandan accent or not? I can't tell. Sometimes yeah. she does. Sometimes she yeah. doesn't. And she was just really in the background. Anna Paquin is also all over the map with her accent. Yeah, but I thought she did a better job. She did a better Halle job than Halle Berry. I think she's a good actress. Accent wise, yeah. no. Yeah, but, but um, yeah. other so alternate people that they had considered for Storm. I know one of them. Who. Angela Bassett. Yeah, they considered Angela Bassett. She was too expensive. Yeah. Um, Janet Jackson and Mariah Carey, which, I mean, I'm glad that would have been a, you know, hmm. true mistake with Mariah Carey. Yeah. she um, Singing voice and all that. Yeah. But um, I don't know. And then I was sitting there thinking. Janet Jackson. Who? What, what, has she acted in anything other than Good Times? I don't think so. I mean, I don't think that that's huh. what she... Maybe she does have some acting chops. I, I, I mean, yes, she's, you know, obviously she's very talented, but I, I couldn't, yeah. it's hard to imagine her in that. But then I was sitting there thinking, what other black actresses... Because there's so many of them to pick right. from. Right, well, that's what I mean. Is no, that I, I didn't it. have... I right, it. like yeah, I was yeah. racking my brain and I could have researched. I gotta, ooh, um, I gotta look something up. Keep talking, keep talking. 
But uh, who else could they have considered? I mean, I think Angela Bassett would have done a good job in that role. But who else did they have that they that they could have considered? Sanaa Latham. I don't know who that is. She's an actress. Yep. Uh, she was in Love and Basketball, which is an awesome movie, mm-hmm. and she would have nailed it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Yeah. I win. I win. <laughs> what else has she been in? Because she was in something recently. She was even. She was in Blade in uh, 1998. That's mm. another Marvel uh, property. Uh, Alien versus Prey. I mean, she's been in like lots of stuff that. Um, I kind of want to stand up and look at your screen, but I don't want yeah, I mean, to. I'll, I'll, I'll turn around. She's been in something good. Um, she's been in a lot of good things. All right. I'm, I'm staring at my screen. This is almost as bad as the paper cut earlier. Do you have any other alternate cast? I think that was all that they mentioned that I mean, they had, like, instead of Steve, uh, not Steve, what's his name? James Marsden, whose yeah. name in Dead to Me is Steve. And if you haven't seen the first season of Dead to Me, you should definitely, definitely watch it because it's awesome. Yeah, stop listening to this. And... <laughs> yeah, that's who she is. Oh, yeah. I know she is. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, they had some alternates for him, but... He, no one that I had heard of, just as I wouldn't have heard of uh, James Marsden at that time. I think he did a fine job. The Cyclops, very... He of, uh, did, actually. Cut. Yeah. Yeah, and that's... What's interesting is... Because um, we were going to do issue 150, which yes, we will pick up next week. Totally prepared rest, for that. Rest easy, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Trust us, we're going to get to it. Um, so he has his glasses off and... He, he, he's like this fitting image of James yeah. Marsden in that, uh, the way that Cockrum draws him yeah. in that issue. Yeah. Also, I loved his glasses. This in, is like somebody... Inside the school ones or like the weird data the ones that the he school, wore the inside the school ones. that were like part glasses, part of your muffs. The, the, they were just really groove-tastic. <laughs> uh, somebody said like, I want like 1967 Lou Reed glasses. <laughs> and those were absolutely working yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Marsden was all right. Yeah, no, they. I mean, it was. It, it had a little bit of you know, maybe not quite as many funny lines as uh, you know the the modern day MCU stuff, but it had a couple of funny lines, and you sort of got the give feeling. Me, give me, give me a funny line. The funny line that I thought of as I was sitting here trying to think of funny lines is when they go when uh, Xavier takes them inside of Cerebro, and, mm-hmm. and um, Logan is like, this "Looks like a big." Round room, yeah. empty room, right? I remember yeah, exactly cool. even what yeah. he said, but that, that was, was it was kind of a funny line. He had a right. couple of funny lines, you know. It didn't it didn't go too far down that path, but yeah. it definitely. I always when there's something funny, it, it always sort of signals to me that it doesn't take itself too seriously, and yeah. uh, I like that. Do, do you remember the line, and also more significantly, her reading of the line? Do you know what happens when a toad gets hit by lightning? Do you remember that last night? Yes. Yeah. The... <sighs> I'm. <laughs> You know, it's funny because I saw it and then I was reading an article not that long ago and somebody mentioned that line. I don't remember that line. Mm-hmm. So, and I wasn't even waiting for it last night. And then it was like, what, the same thing that happens when anything else gets hit by lightning? Yeah, which is weird. Like, it's almost kind of like anti-humor. Yeah. <laughs> sort of Stephen Wright yeah. kind of weird thing. Um, but I saw that last night and and then, I, and again, during my... Hours and hours of painstaking research before we recorded. Um, somebody, somebody said, "Well, that was actually meant to be like the last of a runner between mm-hmm. Storm and Toad." Like Toad would say, "Hey, like, do you know what a Toad can do?" Or blah blah blah. Right. 
and and like that was her like getting back her, her last words. Um, yeah. yeah, but so so as you know, in context, the way that the film is edited, like they left that they left in. That yeah, yeah, yeah. They left and it was just out. like you you could almost have just do like an M, a variant of the MCU. Like like there's enough of that that you could do like an Austin Powers style thing and just have have that the humor be entirely like that, mm-hmm. just like like anti anti comedy. <laughs> Uh, but I'm watching it like, God, damn, yeah. I mean, that's, they didn't. You know, that's a terrible yeah, line, like, so they didn't. Uh, they didn't give her a lot to work with there. And, uh, they no, they didn't. Yeah. Um, and anyway, I don't want to. I don't want to uh, keep bad mathing uh, Halle Berry no, because I mean, yeah, she's um, a fine actress. It just did, did is she? Yeah, I think so. Mm. I don't know. But uh, just did not have any of the oomph that yeah. that I get from Storm. Uh, yeah. In the comics. Yeah. At all. Yeah. yeah. And aside about that. Um, so the, 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 this film had been gestating and talked being talked about for like like sixteen years since nineteen eighty four. Thank you. Um. <laughs> Read that in the thing. Nineteen eighty four. Thanks. Um, or people could have just said two thousand minus sixteen is nineteen eighty four. Okay. Um, <laughs> the film itself, so it had a number of rewrites. Like Michael Chabon had done a treatment uh, for mm-hmm. it, and Joss Whedon was there. And by the way, that that line, do you know what happens to a toad? Um, I think Whedon wrote that line. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, they can't all be gems, right? Whedon's I mean, if it was part of a running joke, it could have right. conceivably been funny. So, yeah, the way that that film was edited, I have every reason to believe that there are like. Three hours of scenes that good, good Halle Berry material that got cut out. Very yeah. possibly, yeah. Um, and I'll, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, there, there could be a, a really fantastic Halle Berry as Storm performance mm-hmm. that that did not make it into a theater. Um, but watching, there were a few other moments where I'm looking at that, I'm like, man, man, they just they really took a hatch to this mm-hmm. in the editing room. Uh, the Cyclops Wolverine rivalry which is definitely present in the comics right. uh not there not they, they yeah. reference it at one point right. like at one point uh, uh, xavier says hey you guys need to get over this beef that you two have right, and right. everybody's like what yeah i assume that that was because he kept flirting with uh with what's her name yeah that too maybe i don't know cyclops is never in the room um whatever um yeah. Yeah, like the editing on this thing was crazy. Mm-hmm. The other wacky thing when I when I popped in uh, the I popped in the DVD. No, I do, we don't need a DVD because do yeah, we've got it all on the multimedia entertainment server. <laughs> uh, it was like one hour and forty five minutes. Short. Yeah. 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 Short compared to what Marvel's uh, putting out these days. Yeah. Well, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. They they, they have uh, established a standard that is just long. I'm delighted mm-hmm. when it works. Usually works. Yeah, but it, it's interesting just to... It, it, it's impossible for me to talk about this film without talking about you know, July 2000 in a non-failing-at-trying-to-be-funny kind of way mm-hmm. <laughs> that uh, there's just no way they would have tolerated a two-hour and 20-minute two yeah. uh, X-Men movie, even though that's exactly what they needed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for the first one. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of story to tell, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And... Also, the emphasis on Wolverine and Rogue. I mean, Wolverine is the audience surrogate, which is a weird-ish choice. Mm-hmm. It worked, mm-hmm. I think, uh, in the film. But um, so, uh, 
the X-Men starring Wolverine and some other people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was definitely uh, focused time. Have we, now, we haven't seen Rogue in the comics. You have not seen have her in the comics yet. yet. No. She's right around the corner. Right, okay. Yeah, you're going to I looked her it. up, and I, she did not look and familiar to me. She has, like, a green costume in the comics, looks the like. The Anna Paquin version of Rogue will look extremely different mm-hmm. than the one she's a goodie or a baddie in the comic? Yes. Ooh, Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to say any more than that. Um, You're going to love the way that her uh, dialogue is written. Um, If if you enjoy Wolverine and you're confused by his accent, (laughs) there will be no doubt about (laughs) where Rogue comes from. She's written like Cajun Man, Adam Sandler (laughs) kind of dialect. I mean, it's it's just, it went out on a bayou when we have (laughs) uh, the people there. It's funny, um, I was just sitting yeah. here with like a, wondering how what her accent could be like, and one thought I had was like, yeah. they sort of make her like a southern, uh, yeah. you know, I do declare type. Uh, yeah, actually, I, 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 said, I said Cajun, I think it's actually meant to be more, there's another character called Gambit who absolutely is uh, Cajun, he peppers mm-hmm. his uh, stuff with French and, and whatever. Yeah. Just like whenever I go to New Orleans, yeah. so people are dropping <laughs> exactly, French all the yeah. time. Yeah. New Orleans. Okay. Um... You've got more notes. I don't actually have a lot of notes. Okay. I mean, I no more alternate about, casting? That's all that I got. Helen Hunt, yeah. the three for, yeah, and then that long list for a... Uh, Helen Hunt, that would have been, that would have been weird. Let, so, Famke Jansen, um, she's awesome. Yeah, she did and, a great job. I mean, Helen Hunt's also a nice actress, but that would be a completely different Yeah, it would be a different, different, a different experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had you had asked what else uh, Famke Johnson has has been in, mm-hmm. and she was in, in Goldeneye, which is uh, I think her, her first prominent role. She's Dutch, okay. Dutch, um, which I suppose means probably it's Famke Janssen, mm-hmm. but uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I had completely forgotten when I was talking about what she had been in Goldeneye. She was in, an, in, 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 and I'm going to no longer be a nerd mm-hmm. after you forget this. this. Yeah, uh, she was in one of the better. Star Trek Next Generation episodes right. with Patrick Stewart, right. <laughs> where she plays the the um, what's the name of it? Uh, uh, the perfect companion? Uh, I think it's the name of it. But she plays the empathic metamorph. Hmm. She romances Professor Xavier. Right, 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 right. <laughs> They've been in the same Ooh, the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, not you at all. Uh, that episode, we watched that. I think we watched that episode sometime. Yeah. Maybe that's not, why she that looks so long ago. Yeah. yeah, and she's she's really fantastic. Yeah, in that. she was. Uh, she's yeah. great in these movies. Uh, I, I got nothing more to say other than Famke uh, Jensen. We 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 love you. We adore you. We want more of you. Yeah, I didn't love. I didn't have as much. I had a lot of empathy for Magneto. Yeah, I didn't. You know, his henchmen not as interesting. Uh, yeah, Sabretooth. Even as the, you is, know, not as interesting yeah. even as the X Men that they didn't give a good a good sort of not even as interesting as Storm. Uh, pretty. You know, boring, whatever. But that's obviously not the movie that they were. You know, they weren't. They weren't making a movie about Toad's backstory. That would be lots of fun. <laughs> and the moment from the film that really stuck out to me, uh, when 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 Ray Park, Ray Park, Ray Darth Maul Park, yeah. he's fighting Storm, and at one point he stops and does this weird little jump. Yeah, <laughs> that was goddamn hilarious, and. I wanted a lot more of that yeah. in the film. I saw that and I'm like, okay, he gets it. <laughs> he understands this yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. And that was just really, really terrific. 
so, so on the basis of that, yeah. on the basis of, of Park doing that, that, that weird jig, um, I want to know to You want to know the Bex that's ne- up next, up next yeah. uh, from, from the uh, Marvel Studios. Yeah. Toad's yeah. backstory. But uh, Sabretooth is is kind of a waste of time and energy. Yeah, I liked how how he's Mimito a sort of reacted to him when he sort of for the second time, uh, you know, messed something up. Like when he lost the senator, he just had a sleeve or whatever, and he mm-hmm. like them, and he closed the you know the the jail like oh, closed yeah, him yeah, in the jail. Yeah, you know, I, yeah, yeah. I liked him kind of as this uh, incomp slightly incompetent, and then Magneto is like, oh god, you know, can't get any good henchmaning <laughs> help these days. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've not seen Sabretooth in the comics yet, but he will be a big deal. Yeah. Hmm. Um, although it'll be a while before we get uh, to him. Yeah. But he, he felt kind of like shoehorned into yeah. uh, into this thing. Um, I had a thought and I lost it. Oh, oh um, more on on henchmen. Do you want to say anything at all about Mystique? Yeah, well, Mystique, I, yeah. Mystique is, has has the evil superpower that I think I would want the most. Really? Yeah. Why do you want that superpower? I don't know. I think it'd be fun to you know in, impersonate people. <laughs> do, do you know what my immediate thought was? What? You know what it is. I don't want to know. Okay. Well, I have to say it. No. <laughs> I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, you'll forget. Um, uh, what other hench people were there? That was it. That was it. Uh, okay. Uh, so, villains. Um, did Magneto say at the end something or other by any means necessary? Yes. Okay. Who might that suggest? What do you mean? What what historical figure might be suggested by the phrase "by any means"? Now, Malcolm X. Oh right, right, right. And this is something that uh, it, it, I, I, I couldn't couldn't remember it completely. Uh, like I woke up this morning, like did it really say that? Was it? Yeah, yeah, no, but he no, he did. But um, it, a little bit surprising. That is a, a kind of a central theme that runs through the X Men, mm-hmm. and I don't know how uh, sort of transparent or surface level it was in the '60s, mm-hmm. but it, or how deliberate it was. But the there, there is a running interpretation of Magneto and Xavier as Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, all right, okay, uh, as um, being leaders of. A disenfranchised group right. that is persecuted, and they have different notions about how to address that. Right. We probably should have started with that. What do you mean? Like theme wise. What for the episode? Yeah. No, nobody cares about no, thematics on, on the podcast. And you know what? I think. Look, if they tuned out <laughs> before getting <laughs> right, to the, <laughs> right around the time of the paper cut. Yeah. Okay. Look. <laughs> anyway, um, carry on. That's an interesting. Well, it, and it's a little problematic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm embarrassed to say I don't know nearly enough as I ought to know about the details of, of, of Malcolm X's uh, kind of life story. Right. No, I don't either. Yeah. Um, but I, immediately leaping to he's a villain. Right, right. Is not maybe... Well... But I think they portray. I think they por- <laughs> okay. portray Magneto yeah. as a very um, 
very sympathetic villain. I mean, you really like I I can yes. really see his point. Mm-hmm. Like, and the yeah. same actually. Uh, that's something that I was going to say in talking about episode one fifty. It's like ah, or issue one fifty. It's like yeah. ah, I, can, I can see his perspective too. It's not like. And I think that that's maybe a Claremont thing, mm-hmm. uh, and, and maybe not even early days Claremont. Um, Magneto does he does you know, he does a face turn, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I think that that may be a lot to do with with Claremont. And I don't think that he's saying we need to have Magneto. Uh, that character needs to shift. Because we don't want people to get the idea that, that Malcolm X is an unabashed villain. Right, right. <laughs> but um, he, he does go through that process. Yeah. So, but but uh, what am I trying to say? I don't know. What, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say nothing and I'm doing it poorly. Okay. Well, I next time. Throw that in. <laughs> next time we'll talk more about Magneto. Yeah, yeah. And uh, in issue 150. You're cutting me off? No, I'm not cutting you off. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were done. I was rescuing you. Oh, okay. Um, I feel like there's something else that I want to say about the uh, the Malcolm X Martin Luther King interpretation, um, other than well, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't. Um, not sure that I like it. Mm, okay. Yeah, and and maybe that's maybe that's um, where I am with this. I, I was I was a little bit uh, uncomfortable with them using that, just them making it that. That obvious. Yeah, that yeah. obvious. Yeah, fair. Earlier, when, when the senator says, like, I have in my hand the names of blah, 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 and that's obviously referencing Joe McCarthy, mm-hmm. on board for that. Because sure. um, McCarthy was a piece of shit. Yeah. And he's a villain. Right, right. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, but, but right, the, and the senator was obviously villainy, yeah. even though, you know. Right. Yeah. Ooh, by the way, uh, completely shifting gears away from uh, American history <laughs> and its representation in yeah. comics. The bit where uh, the senator turns into water, mm-hmm. that was awesome. Yeah. And it's something that you'll occasionally see. What did we, I can't remember what we saw. Oh, uh, basically, like that's the Edward Norton Hulk. Uh, the idea of superheroes as body horror. Mm-hmm. This is like David Cronenberg kind of experience. Yeah. That, that superpowers are things that... Ought to that nobody ought to want. Right, right. Yeah, I thought that the girl child was gonna was gonna pack it in at that point. Wait, oh, our daughter. Our, our, yeah. Our daughter. <laughs> yeah. 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 We need <laughs> to. We need to. We need to, to, we need to desensitize her a little <laughs> bit. Yeah, toughen her up. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything All right. Else? I have nothing else. You have nothing else. I have nothing else. I'm excited to talk about issue 150 next week. I have one final thing. One final thing from Brian. <laughs> You're angry, <laughs> angry at me about a thing that I didn't say. I'm not angry. Okay. <laughs> what do you think I'm angry? But that that Mystique comment. There, there was no comment. All right. Um, all that I want to say is, a closing thought about the X-Men. Um, it is good that that movie exists. Mm-hmm. If that, I mean, it, everybody else has said this. This isn't original, but I, I can tell you having lived through it. Mm-hmm. I can remember when it was released, I was so astonished that it came out. Mm-hmm. Because I'd been hearing about it. Since them. 1984. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Since 1984. And I just remember thinking, like, it would be so, like, when I was 10. Right. Like, oh, my God, that would be so great. Yeah, that would be so yeah. great. It, but I, at the same time, I thought, like, it's unfilmable. In the same way that I thought, wouldn't it be great if they did a live-action version of The Lord of the Rings? Right. But they're never going to do that. They're never going to do that, right? How could they possibly do that? It's impossible to do. Um, so the fact that it actually came into being yeah. was amazing. Sure. Uh, 
that it has some flaws should not take away from the fact that if that had not happened, mm-hmm. or if it had, if it, I mean, it could have sucked. Right, it could have bombed, yeah. And there is every reason to believe that it would have right. sucked, uh, or that it would have done, because, like, Batman and Robin had come out, like, a couple of years earlier. That movie sucks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That movie powerfully sucks. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Um, it's terrible. Um, it, it exists. Yeah, it gave you hope that they could, it doesn't they could suck. make those movies. Yeah. And it pre- presented a very compelling case for the idea that you can make these movies, mm-hmm. you can make them well, uh, they don't have to take themselves super seriously, mm-hmm. looking at you, Zack Snyder. They can be fun, but also not campy. Right, right. And so it did a lot of very, very good things. Mm-hmm. It laid the groundwork for a lot of really, really great stuff. So X-Men... We love you. We're, yeah, we're for it. Right. And with that... Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's something you're not no, saying. No, not at all. <laughs> all right. I think you need Nobody, another cup of tea. Yeah. I don't need another cup of tea. But thank you for making that other cup of tea <laughs> for me. We, we've got a very strong Oh, it's... Hey, it's... Fa- didn't even... It's Father's Day. And... Uh, we should have let it off, but with the... All uh, of our, all of our listeners yeah. to know that, uh, that, that Brian's an excellent, excellent father. Oh, thank you. Do you know who's a really terrible comic book father? Who? Cyclops. Mm, he's a father? Yeah, he has a child uh, who he abandons, mm-hmm. uh, despite the fact that he himself was an orphan. Mm. Uh, Claremont hated that. Um... We'll talk about that. Yeah, that's a bummer. <laughs> another time. In the meantime, hey, thanks. Yeah. Uh, you make you make parenting oh, much much easier. And I love you. And my my children make parenting that much easier. They are awesome and amazing. All right. All Until right. next time. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the X Men Files. We are available on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. If you listen, please rate us. If you want to drop us a note, you can reach us via email at cerebro at xmenfiles.com. You can also check out our website, xmenfiles.com. Our theme music is Invasion to Space Frog by Checky Brown. That music available under a Creative Commons license. Everything else was written, produced, and performed by Brian and Inessa.